0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and Coverage Match limited by state law.
1: This Acecast download is brought to you by LinkSoul. Go to linksoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com.
0: Oakland A's baseball is just around the corner. There's
1: a swing and a base hit into the right center. Diving is Kelnick. He misses it. It's all the way to the
2: wall at third base. Allen is going to be waved home, hustling to third base and getting there standing with a triple. Esther Uri-Ruiz. That is a fun thing to watch. When Reese hits overdrive, his first athletics three base hit. It's
3: time to take you inside the clubhouse with the A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron. Follow the A's 24-7 on A's Cast, your home for nonstop A's baseball. A's Total Access starts now. Hi, everyone, and happy Friday. Welcome back to A's Total Access presented by Chevron on A's Cast and the A's radio network, TGIF. I don't know if we're still saying that. But Jessica Kleinschmidt here ahead of A's Tigers, second of a four-game stint. It'll be Sawyer Gibson Long against Ken Waldachuk with first pitch slated for 640 here on the Best Coast. Welcome to the show. We're going to take it out to the booth to Vince Catronio. Hi, Vince.
2: Jessica, I am fully confident that the A's will end the eight-game losing streak tonight. You want to know how I know that?
3: How do you know that, Vince?
2: Because there was an ice cream Sunday bar in the press room tonight. And it just put me in a really good mood.
3: I am so happy that you brought that up because that is exactly why I am in the best mood. It's just <laughs> there amazing. There you go. Why didn't we Ice have that cream rush. Season? Let's go. I don't know why. <laughs> I told the, De- the Detroit media. I was like, we really pulled out all the stops for you. Uh, so we have Ken Waldichuk getting the start today. Definitely improved since the All Star break. His last outing, of course, was a little rough. But what are your thoughts on the lefty this season and heading into today? Well,
2: progress. That's what you're looking for. And I think both of these starters. Sawyer Gibson-Long, who's just kind of you know setting sail on what he hopes will be a major league career. They both had some similar situations, meaning both were more rotational with their motions. One's the righty, Gibson-Long, and of course, Waldachuk, the lefty for the A's. And for Waldachuk, he has certainly become more convicted with his pitches, especially the changeup. He has been more directional toward the plate instead of rotational, which is important. And I think if you look back on... His last outing out of the bullpen, and I know Marcotte feels this way. He goes, "Look, look beyond the numbers. The contact was soft, some ground balls, a little soft, you know, fly balls to the outfield. As bad as the numbers looked, he was not as discouraged that those numbers would lead you to believe. So, uh, I still think that Waldencheck has made the kind of progress the A's are hoping for. And you were sitting there too, Jessica, when he was talking about Tarek Skubal when he was asked about him. He goes, "Look, you know, several years ago he's a guy that gave up a ton of home runs, and we look at where he is now." And we try to have that same hope for the pitchers that the A's are putting uh, on the mound on a regular basis now. The, the lack of experience, which Scoopel now has, the A's are hoping to have that same kind of progress moving forward
3: definitely and you know kind of leading into that the tigers have won 13 of 20 which is their best 20 game stretch of the season for them they looked solid last night and i talked to aj hinch well, he talked to everybody earlier and he said he loves the energy the team has heading into this part of the season what have you noticed that has been working for them pitching. especially in last night's yeah pitching, pitching.
2: i mean it's all when, when you're pitching looks good everything else looks good behind it. it's just the just the nature of the beast there's a good pace you're putting up zeros you're you know you're back in the dugout you got a chance to score some runs all those things can work together but it always starts on the mound and they are as they're the best of the american league in september in terms of era and they're proving it i mean they were dominant last night i know Scooba has been dominant against the a's in the past but really another notch last night and they've been doing this time and time again for the better part of three weeks
3: definitely they definitely have a lot of energy during this part of the season it's Good to see, but maybe not on this side. Thanks so much, (laughs) Vince. We'll check in with you later. All right, Jess. Coming up next, Chris Townsend sits down with A's center fielder Lawrence Butler. You're listening to A's Total Access presented by Chevron. Thanks to the Xfinity 10G network, my little brother's friends won't leave our house. When I was their age, internet with basically no interruptions was a pipe dream.
0: You sound like my grandpa.
3: Now through December 21st, new customers can get 1.2 gigabit internet for $25 a month for two years with no annual contract and Wi-Fi equipment included when you add Xfinity Mobile with unlimited data at regular rates. Switch today. Requires paperless phone and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. After promo, regular rates applied internet service and Wi-Fi equipment. Actual speeds vary.
2: Summertime is golf time in the Bay Area, and that means it's time to enjoy the beautiful vistas, 27 holes of championship golf, and all the amenities that Cinnabar Hills Golf Club has to offer. Cinnabar Hills gives you a variety on the course and in their amazing grill. They're ready to give you an incredible experience for any family, business, or social gathering. Nestled in the quiet hills of San Jose, summertime fun awaits you at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com.
1: This is Chris Townsend and Commander Cody for Link Soul. The new summer colors and prints are in stock. The new polos, lightweight, all the colors you want.
4: Fabulous. We got our new order. My wife is so happy that I'm dressing so much better. All oh, thanks to Link Soul.
1: You name it, whether it's polos, whether it's shorts, anything for your summer needs, you need to revamp your wardrobe. You go to LinkSoul.com and they got great
3: summer deals. Go to
1: LinkSoul.com. That's LinkSoul.
2: This is A's Total Access.
3: Sure is. Welcome back to A's Total Access presented by Chevron. Here's our own Chris Townsend with A's center fielder Lawrence Butler.
1: So what has changed since the last time we have talked to you? You've gotten way more at-bats, way more games.
5: What's different? Uh, You know, just just the grind of being in the big leagues. You know, you go out there facing the best of the best every day. No breaks. You know, every pitcher's here for a reason every position player is here for a reason so you know just just getting the mental um prepared you know to go out there and just compete every day
1: have you noticed from the time you've shown up to where you are now how different they
5: attack you yeah yeah they 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 were kind of going they were kind of going like away at first Start hitting them away, then they go in, and then I start hitting them in, and then they go away. So they they're basically just they you know they're just trying to find a hole in the swing every every time I step to the plate. So you know, but it's my job to be a pro and find out what the adjustment is and make that adjustment so I can be me.
1: Yeah, we were just talking with David Feldman, who does a lot of television. He's also our A's historian, and he was. He was saying, you know, ask Law about how hard it is to square up big league pitchers. Like, it's one thing to survive, but how hard is it to really get that great contact and drive the ball off these guys who are trying to go after your weaknesses?
5: Yeah, I mean, it's not an easy task. Like, I mean, I don't know if you guys seen the Deion Sanders interview, but he said – Hitting the baseball is yeah. the hardest thing to do. So I mean, especially when you got guys throwing 96 with crazy movement. You know, balls going different ways, changing up speeds, playing with different pitches. So you know, it's it's not easy. But I mean, I'm here for a reason. So I believe I can do it. How's it going for you defensively? I'm having a lot of fun on defense. You know, I'm working with um, with um, Aldo bushy you know asking Cox things you know just trying to get better every day you know I'm getting more comfortable out there in center so I mean I want to be the big league center fielder every day next year for the A's so I'm just constantly working
1: and we want you to be the big league center fielder for the (laughs) A's we talk about it on this show I talk about on the post game show taking the phone calls with the fans uh everybody is very excited about you especially in center field I gotta tell you yesterday coming off the field I've gotten to know Ryan Noda uh, it's going to be announced here. I, I, I'm not trying to break news because Mark Kotze told us earlier he got the Catfish Hunter Award. Yes, he did. And it's a big deal for a rookie to be a Rule 5 guy to get that. But I said to Noda, I said, you know, I want you guys to get tired of losing. I want you guys to get tired of what's been happening. I want you to get angry about it so it doesn't happen next year. And I want you guys to understand that this clubhouse is now your clubhouse. When we're talking about you, Geloff, Noda, are you getting that sense this is becoming your franchise?
5: Yeah, shout-out to Noda. He was the only rookie to ever win that award, too. So shout-out to him. And I mean, yeah, me, me Noda, um, and Zach talk about that all day, every day. And we're in the clubhouse. Where we're chopping it up with Brownie and Kim and just, like, You know we're tired of it. You know we're we're losing. I mean everybody sees we're losing. It's kind of embarrassing. It's not a great feeling. Like we don't go in the clubhouse after a loss and just joke around. We're we're pissed. So I mean we're we're coming next year with a different mindset, a different attitude. You know like we're gonna make teams just see us differently. We're not the same team we were last year or this year. Like we're. We're coming back next year with, with some vengeance. So I'm, I'm really excited for next year. I'm really excited.
1: This question really is for you at the end of the season, but you guys are going to be on the road, so we're not going to be able to talk to you. So just Anaheim, it's done. You're leaving from LA. You're probably going back to Atlanta. Uh, you're going back to Georgia. What do you think are the number one things you've got to work on so you can be that number one guy in center field next year?
5: Um, you know, I had a great, great mentor and great group of guys around me training so I'm gonna go back Marquise Marquise Grissom Grissom. shout out to Marquise great player so I'm gonna go there just work with him you know just ask ask some of the um, guys in the um, weight room about the you know metrics and how can I get better jumps how can I get better routes so you know always trying to get my arms stronger you know so I'm really just going off season really work hard and you know, just really hone in on, on the things what it, like it really takes to be a gold glove big leaguer every day. I don't want to just be a big leaguer and center every day. I want to be a gold glove big leaguer and center every day. So that's what I'm really locked in in season about. You want to be the best. I want to be the greatest. The that's greatest. what I'm talking
1: about. Now, when we start talking about how you get better up here, have you been able to use video more? Is there anything that they've been able to give you? Data-wise, video-wise, to help you. What have you learned since you've been up here with technology?
5: Um, see, so TK has really been teaching me how to use them iPads. They're very difficult. I know I'm young, and I should know how to use them, but it's a lot of buttons. But, I mean, TK always helps me. If it's a play like I feel like I could have done something on, if I could have got a better jump, I could have dove or, like, threw it to a different base. He's always the first one on the bench, pulled the play up. You know, we're going through it together. So next time I have that play, even during the game, I can, you know, handle the situation better. So, I mean, the video, the iPad is always useful. You know, always can see what you're doing on the field, like, in live time. So I like it a lot.
3: That was Townie and Law. I am so excited to see what Law does. Law said earlier this season, the team might be the laughingstock, but next season they're coming for everyone. So let's go, Law. Coming up next, part of my interview with A's 2023 All-Star Brent Rooker. You're listening to A's Total Access, presented by Chevron.
0: Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services
3: A's Cast is your destination for non-stop A's baseball.
4: Blackburn delivers the pitch. Strike three called. Now, for Seamer. That is strikeout number eight for Blackburn.
0: This is A's Total Access presented by Chevron.
3: Welcome back to A's Total Access presented by Chevron here on A's Cast and the A's radio network ahead of A's Tigers. Here's part of my interview with A's all-star Brent Rooker and what it means to hold such a title.
6: Yeah, it's cool. Um, it's obviously something you dream about growing up. Um, it's something that once you get into pro ball and, and get closer to the big leagues, you realize how hard it is to achieve. Um, so it's something I'm really proud of and something I'll look back on um, with some pretty fond memories, um, pretty special experience you know, for the rest of my life.
3: Tell me a little bit about your experience there because I know you were excited to meet like the Shohei's of the world, but you got to take in all the extra stuff to you. Obviously, the game was important. We got to walk the red carpet. Tell me about some of the things that stood out.
6: Yeah, um, you know, the thing that stood out to me the most, I think, was just kind of walking into the locker room and, and I've said this, just kind of seeing all the jerseys hanging out, seeing all the guys who were there, guys that I've been watching for years trying to learn from. Um, trying to emulate things in their swing or parts of their game that I want to, that I want to you know, um, improve on or get good at. So kind of walking in there and seeing my jersey hanging up amongst those guys was really, really cool. Um, and getting to hang out, you know, the Home Run Derby, um, BP, all that stuff, just getting to talk to guys that you compete against but never really get to spend any time with is really cool and kind of talking about baseball from from different perspectives and talking about, um, you know, things outside of baseball too and just kind of being guys and hanging out um, is, was a really fun time. Just dudes being dudes? Exactly. That's what it is. <laughs>
3: you surpassed the 25 home run mark, and I overheard you saying that, reaching that and then surpassing that was kind of a big deal what's so important about reaching certain numbers like that
6: yeah i mean before every year you kind of have numbers in your head you kind of set goals for yourself and that was one of mine um i thought 25 would be a good number for me um for uh, for a lot of reasons right that means that i perform well enough to be in the lineup consistently um it means when i was in there i produce so that was kind of a big one for me and being able to achieve goals you set for yourself is always fun and it, it kind of what, what keeps us working hard and, and wanting to want to improve and get better
3: One goal that I thought was really cool is you were on one team this entire season. How does that add to your success and just your overall overview in in playing the bigs?
6: Yeah, being able to settle in, um, be comfortable in a routine, be comfortable in, in one place, not constantly moving. You know, I spent last year just kind of living um, from Airbnb to Airbnb, hotel to hotel, week to week. Obviously, changing teams three different times, going back and forth between two different levels um, throughout the whole season is, is is there's a lot of lot of variability and a lot of changes. So being able to kind of settle in, be comfortable here has been huge, and it's made me you know enjoy the year even more.
3: Well, talk about like the extra stuff, like booking Airbnbs and all that stuff, stuff we don't really get to talk about. So that's like the extra stuff that we don't get to see.
6: Yeah. Um, so last year, obviously traded twice um, and then option back and forth between both those teams I was on. So it seemed like kind of every week, every two weeks, I was trying to check into a new hotel. I was you know, packing up my car, unpacking my car, moving into a new Airbnb for four days just to move out later and find a new one the next week. Um, you know, it's Things like that that kind of wear on you. Um, and make the year, which is already tiring enough, um, makes it a little more tiring, a little bit more exhausting. So I'm not having to deal with that this year, being able to settle in has been nice.
3: Are you a master packer now?
6: No, I'm terrible at it. I just throw stuff in a suitcase. I don't fold oh anything. God, so just it's anxiety. Yeah. just just as much stuff as I can fit in a suitcase, fit it in there and we'll figure it out later. It's kind of my goal.
3: I literally hate that, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, so do you, do you just throw in and just pray for the best?
6: Yeah, I mean, I'll unpack it and then just kind of move from place to place. I do better, I guess now with obviously having a closet, being able to yeah. fold stuff, hang stuff up and not just living out of a suitcase all year. I've gotten a little bit better, but for the most part, Um, When we go on road trips here, it's pretty neatly organized, um, pretty neatly packed when we go, and then on the way back it's kind of a different story. That doesn't
3: matter. Um, So I heard you talking recently on A's Cast, obviously you've dealt with a lot of ups and downs at the plate, but you said mentally, you were working with the mental skills coach. Tell me a little bit about that because we just see you from a physical aspect, how does the mind work help you?
6: Yeah, um, Ben does a great job. You know, we've worked through some stuff. Whether it's breathing routines pregame to, to calm nerves and, and get yourself in a good mental space to go perform, um, working through postgame routines. Um, you know, holding on to successes you had during the game and being able to quickly move on from anything you didn't do well. Um, to kind of keep yourself in a, in, a, in, in peak mental um, form to go out there and compete and, and, and perform every night um, is tough. You know those, those long stretches of failures, long stretches of not having success kind of wear on you and can, and can have you start to doubt yourself Can you can lose confidence. So working through those things with him and being able to kind of do it on my own now, work through the processes we put in place and the um, routines we put in place has been huge for me.
3: Is that something you can adopt off the field as well?
6: Yeah, I think um, you know working through those things is, is applies to everyday life as well. Whether it's now a rough day at home, whether you're just kind of going through some going through some things in your personal life, I think being able to kind of work through those things in the same way we do um, as athletes could be very, very beneficial.
3: Let me walk you through this, the elements of a really good walk-off for you. Gatorade bath, walk-off win, walk on to the stage and perform as Zach Bryan. You said it was probably terrible. You sounded terrible. Uh, the band definitely helped you there, but tell me about that night.
6: Yeah, it was a special one. Obviously a re- really big win for us. Um, walk-offs are always fun. Walk-off homers are even more fun, So being able to do that and, and then go and you know, have a pretty special experience over there, something I didn't really envision happening ever, um, you know, prior to that day. Um, was really, really cool and that night was was definitely one I remember.
3: I can't tell you the amount of people who wanted to talk to Brent Rooker After that night, I I couldn't get a word in. Everybody wanted to talk to him. As part of my interview with A's all-star Brent Rooker, you can listen to the entire chat on the A's YouTube channel and on A's cast. Coming up next, Vince Catronio with the greatest Oakland A's playoff games with Game 7, the 1972 World Series. You're listening to A's Total Access presented by Chevron.
2: This is A's Total Access. The culmination of the 1972 season was the first step toward a dynasty. The Athletics, in Oakland only since 1968, were toe-to-toe with one of the greatest teams of that time, the Cincinnati Reds. Neither team hit much in that series, and each had an OPS under 600, a term that didn't come into focus until 40 years later. But in Game 7 that season, the A's had one player who stepped firmly into the spotlight, making one of the greatest playoff games in Oakland history, and his name was Gene Tennis. Schillingham to the windup, around
8: comes the arm, the pitch, Tennis swings, bounces it to the third baseman, high bounce off his glove into left field. Here comes Manguel in to score. The artificial turf ran out, and it looked as if that ball hit right where the dirt ends, and the artificial turf begins in the outfield. It took a high hop over Menke, who was playing deep, to protect against just that. It's a base hit for Gene Tennis, and the Oakland A's lead one to nothing with Sal Bando coming to the plate. The Reds and A's were in another low scoring game. In fact,
2: six of the seven games were decided by one run. Cincinnati tied the game in the fifth, and a Hal McRae sacrifice fly off Catfish Hunter made it a one-one contest. Oakland went back to work in the sixth against Pedro Bourbon. with two outs. Tennis
8: again was the man of the moment. Strike one to Tennis who never moves from that bat in his box. He keeps those feet planted and just stays in there until Bourbon gets the new ball. Nobody throwing in the A's bullpen now. There's an off-speed pitch lined out left field away from Rose. It's two to one around first base on his way to second as Tennis Here's Rose's draw and he's in with a double and his ninth RBI of the ball game. It is two to one Oakland. Dean Tennis has had some kind of World Series. That is his eighth hit, his second in this ballgame, his second RBI in this ballgame, his ninth run batted in, and he is in scoring position with Bando up. Then with the captain at the plate, this would be the
2: final run the A's would score in the series, and it would be up to the pitching staff to finish the job.
8: Pedro has been most effective throughout this series, but has given up two hits in the go-ahead run. Back again. This pitch is very high. Now remember, he is a sinking fastball pitcher. That fastball was up at the cap of Bando, who looks down to Nord with a 3-0 count. Menke races over. Clay Carroll continues to throw in the Reds bullpen. And the crowd at riverfront stadium suddenly very quiet again they had rallied now they're behind and there's a ball hit the straightaway center field bobby Tolan goes back near the warning crack reaches up it'll be off the wall and it is now three to one the ball gets away from Tolan. then the second base goes bando with a double back-to-back doubles the reds again used the sacrifice fly in the eighth to pull closer
2: this time off the bat of tony perez to make it 3-2 oakland raleigh fingers who pitched in six of the seven games was on to the ninth inning there was drama all season for Oakland, on and off the field. And getting the final out of this World Series
8: was no different. A's lead it by a run. They came in without Daryl Knowles, their good left-handed reliever, and more importantly, without Reggie Jackson. their slugging cleanup batter and center fielder. They've extended the Reds to seven games. The Reds were heavily favored. Breaking pitch. It has hit Cheney. He takes first base. And it brings up Pete Rose, the man who started the rally in the eighth inning. The man who has had... Eight straight 300 years. The man who led the major leagues and hits with 198, Pete Rose, will get his swings. as a breaking pitch from Fingers. Hit Cheney on the foot. And Cheney is still hobbling around at first base. Rose is up. Joe Morgan comes out on deck with two out on a 3-2 ball game in the last of the night. And now the Reds and their fans will remember that against the Pirates in the last of the night. They were down by a run and wanted. it. Dick Williams comes out to talk to Rodney Fingers. As Monty Moore, who departed for the Oakland dressing room, told us, Fingers is the type of man who needs a lot of encouragement. He needs to be told the situation. Now Vida Blue is down at the bullpen. If Blue comes in, Rose will swing around to the right side of the plate. Pete is a better hitter from the left side of the plate. So the question, I am sure that Williams is saying, can you get him out? With Morgan on deck. This may be Fingers' last man to face. Either the ball game is over or Morgan comes up and bite of Blue comes in. But we also remember that Morgan hits left-handers very well. So, even with two out on the last of the night, the wheels continue to turn and hold up, this series isn't over yet. Rose steps in, two for four today, and has made great contact all four times. The other two were driven deep to the center field wall. Fly ball, deep left field, Rudy goes back. The other warning track is there, the World Series is over. And on one pitch, Rose is out. And the underdog Oakland Athletics win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Fingers is mom. And the Cincinnati Reds fans, a record crowd of better than 56,000, are absolutely stunned by the fact that the underdog A's, without Reggie Jackson, have taken the big red machine of the National League. Game seven of the 1972
2: World Series with Oakland defeating Cincinnati. One of the greatest playoff games in Oakland history. Summertime is golf time in the Bay Area, and that means it's time to enjoy the beautiful vistas, 27 holes of championship golf, and all the amenities that Cinnabar Hills Golf Club has to offer. Cinnabar Hills gives you a variety on the course and in their amazing grill. They're ready to give you an incredible experience for any family, business, or social gathering. Nestled in the quiet hills of San Jose, summertime fun awaits you at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com.
7: Noda hits a deep drive into right, going back in the corner, a long run, and that's going to be gone. Ryan Noda hooks a three-run homer, dead right field, and the A's take a 4-1 lead.
0: A's Cast is your
3: 24-7 home for A's baseball. Visit athletics.com slash A's Cast for on-demand and live coverage of the Oakland A's. Now back to A's Total Access, presented
8: by Chevron.
3: Welcome back to A's Total Access presented by Chevron. Jessica Kleinschmidt here ahead of A's Tigers. First, or sorry, second of a four game stint. Here is your stat of the day presented by Cal State East Bay. Now, since returning from the injured list on August 5th, Estate Uri Ruiz leads Major League Baseball with 18 stolen bases. Tigers manager AJ Hinch did say that one of the main goals in going up against the A's to make sure to not give up stolen bags. So on the other side of it, the Tigers have allowed just 67 stolen bases on 85 attempts. Now both of those are the fewest in Major League Baseball. Crazy. That was your stat of the day presented by Cal State East Bay. Coming up next, our own Ken Korak sits down with A's pitching coach, Scott Emerson. You're listening to A's Total Access presented by Chevron.
4: Jessica has to take her kids to school, go to the supermarket, finish the sales report for her boss, do the laundry, help her mom with her doctor's appointment, get the car washed and the oil change, walk the dog, go to the pharmacy to get her daughter's allergy medication, remind her husband again to take out the trash, meal prep,
9: call her dad.
4: Life doesn't stop, but your Medi-Cal coverage just might. That's why Kaiser Permanente wants to remind you that you may need to renew your coverage. Go to kp.org slash stay covered and get the information you need. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you.
3: Now through December 21st, new customers can get 1.2 gigabit internet for $25 a month for two years with no annual contract, and Wi-Fi equipment included when you add Xfinity Mobile with unlimited data at regular rates. Switch today. Requires paperless phone and auto-pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. After promo, regular rates applied internet service and Wi-Fi equipment. Actual speeds vary.
7: You're
4: listening to the A's Total Access Show.
7: At the Coliseum on this Friday night, the A's and the Tigers game two of the series, and Scott Emerson, the A's pitching coach, is with us, and... You've had so many major league debuts, and a lot of young pitchers to look at and to tutor. And what about Joey Estes? A couple of days ago, your impressions of his major league debut?
9: Yeah, I mean, Father Time, 21 years old. That's awesome to be up here at 21. This guy's got a lot, lot of years uh, left playing this game, and uh, to be able to have one, uh, someone that young is 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 awesome. You know, cool, calm, and collected were the first things that I noticed, and and the ability to throw strikes with uh, all his pitches were was really good. So, you know that helps him out in the in the game planning aspect. That you know what you can do, and he knows, you know where he can pitch his ball. And and you know it was just really fun to you know for our player development staff to, to get a guy up here that's has been in our system for two years now, and and have him make his debut. But you know he did a nice job. I mean he gave up some runs, but you know first game jitters and and some uh, pitches that he'd lo- probably want to have back on on the execution side. But uh, you know, it's always good to get guys up here and they get experience what the you know, big leagues are all about.
7: What did you think of his changeup, Emo, and how important is it for a young pitcher to have the changeup in his arsenal?
9: Yeah, I thought the changeup was really good, and what's going to make that even better is the fastball command, the ability to move that fastball around, and and uh, you know, hitting's time and pitching's that deception or disruption of timing, and to be able to have that changeup in your pocket is really good, and you know, he's got uh, a little cut fastball and a little slider. uh, You know, the the slider uh, we're going to do some work on the next couple days, or, or or introduce him to some things for the off season, and and get that thing a little bit better, maybe to create a little bit more swing and miss out of it. But, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, the canvas is really good. You know, you got somebody who throws strikes and that's always important.
7: How important is it to Emo, because you didn't really see him during the spring, to have these couple of weeks with him to work on things you just talked about going into the off for him.
9: Yeah, all all the stuff that I saw before the game was all on video. So uh, being able to you know put your eyes on it and watch him warm up before the game and and then uh, you know he's going to throw a bullpen here in the next couple days for his next start. Uh, be able to kind of really see what he likes to do and, and you know understand what he wants to do and his thought process is always good because you know uh, when you're watching from afar on the minor league guys you don't really know what their intent is. But when you're when they're here and and you know you know sitting in this dugout for years and watching a guy like Paul Blackburn throw you, I can almost call his pitches sitting down. Kind of you know what he his tendencies are and you really know what he wants to do because you spend you know seven eight years with this guy and and you know that's the goal with uh, Joey Estes is and all the young pitchers is to get to understand what they do good and then. Uh, We'll write up a plan for them for the offseason to let them know what they really did good and what the things we uh, need them to work on in the offseason to come into to camp ready to go.
7: And you can take some things from the opposition, too. Like last night, watching Tarek Skubal on red where Mark Conce talked to Waldichuk and said, hey, look at that fastball changeup combination. That's pretty good.
9: Yeah, I think, you know, uh, you know done a really nice job. Uh, especially in the second half of using that change-up and understanding how to use it. It's not just kind of, oh, get it and throw it and, and see what happens. It's it's pitching with it, and that's pitching, You know, knowing when to throw your breaking ball, know, know when to throw your fastball, know where to throw your stuff, and know when to get them off balance with that change-up. And um, you know, Skruble did a, a fine job with that last night, and we look forward to watching Ken Waldachuk do that tonight.
7: How do the numbers flip in favor of the pitcher Um, emo when you get the first pitch strike.
9: Oh the, yeah, the numbers are—you know—the best two-strike count for a hitter is uh, three-two, and the the batting average is roughly two-nineteen right now at range. Uh, but all other two-strike at-bats are, are less than two hundred batting average. So obviously, not only do you want to get strike one, but you want to get strike two. And first pitch strikes are important. You know, league average is roughly around sixty-one percent now, which has jumped from fifty-eight percent. I think we're getting a little bit more swings on the first per, uh, first uh, pitch, but. If you think about it, you know, uh, 92% of first pitches don't hurt the pitcher. You know, only 8% of first pitches are put in play. And of the eight, the batting average is roughly like 330, 340, right, in that range. So, it's you know, I'll take my chances three out of 100. That's really
7: an amazing stat, really, when you think about it.
9: Yeah, it's a big stat. So, it's, it's hey, get strike one, throw it in the box, fill it up. Now where we, we get upset is you know the, the first pitch homer. Now last year I believe it was nine hundred and forty eight homers on the first pitch, which was the highest pitch count uh, for the homers. So you gotta you know, you gotta still put the first pitch in an area. You just don't lay the breaking ball in there. You know, you throw it in there, you pitch it in there.
7: All right, Jess, that's emo. The A is getting set to take on the Tigers in game two of the series and we'll send things back over to you.
3: Thanks, Ken. If you guys can hear it, the national anthem has begun. That was Ken Korak with A's pitching coach, Scott Emerson. Coming up next, it's Ken and Vince Catronio on the call. Second game of a four-game stint against the Tigers. First pitch coming up was Sawyer Gibson Long against Ken Waldachuk. Enjoy the game, everyone. And Chris Townsend will be right back here for the A's.
8: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
2: Be a pro
1: with AC Pro. Clubhouse Show.
4: This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best championship team.